The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Hey, it's Tuesday Good News Day. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Tuesday, September 6, 2022. Tuesday of the 23rd week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle 2. Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the Rosary. And our saint today is Saint Eleutherius. He lived in the 6th century, was chosen abbot of Saint Mark's near Spoleto, and favored by God with the gift of miracles. Now a child was possessed by the devil and was delivered by being educated in his monastery. And the abbot one day said, Since the child is among the servants of God, the devil dares not approach him. Well, that sounded a bit like vanity, so the devil entered the child again. The abbot confessed his fault, fasted and prayed with the whole community till the child was again freed from the tyranny of the fiend. St. Gregory the Great was not able to fast on the eve of Easter, So St. Eleutherius accompanied him to the Church of St. Andrews and offered up prayers to God for his health. Pope Gregory was cured. It's also said that St. Eleutherius raised a dead man to life. He died in St. Andrew's Monastery in Rome about the year 585. St. Eleutherius, pray for us. And let's offer this day to the Lord. My Lord and my God, I offer to you this day and forever my body, my soul, and my heart with all their works, powers, and affections in the spirit of contrition and atonement, in the spirit of adoration and thanksgiving, in the spirit of faith, hope, and charity. I lay my past, my present, and my future at your feet, and I pray that I may accomplish your will during every moment of my mortal life and rejoice in your love for my whole eternity. Through my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, with whose prayers, labors, and sufferings, I beseech you to unite and sanctify mine. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray that the death penalty which attacks the dignity of the human person may be legally abolished in every country. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. We hear the Gospel from today. Jesus went out into the hills to pray, and he spent the whole night in prayer to God. When day came, he summoned his disciples and picked out twelve of them. He called them apostles, Simon, whom he called Peter, and his brother Andrew, James, John, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, son of Alphaeus, Simon, called the Zealot, Judas, son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. He then came down with them and stopped at a piece of level ground where there was a large gathering of his disciples with a great crowd of people from all parts of Judea and from Jerusalem 
and from the coastal region of Tyre and Sidon, who had come to hear him and to be cured of their diseases. People tormented by unclean spirits were also cured, and everyone in the crowd was trying to touch him, because power came out of him that cured them all. Oh, how lovely Jesus before, who had this quite remarkable moment of healing these people gathered before you from of the Holy Land, that you had this moment of prayer, first of all, in the mountains alone. And in this time of prayer, we are alone with you, Jesus, because we want to be close to you. We know perhaps that like you, we have lots of things to do, lots of things ahead of us, and we need to be renewed and refreshed with prayer. Jesus, many of us just could not spend the whole night outside, especially in prayer. Maybe we wouldn't have the stamina for that. Maybe some very holy and devout souls could do that and maybe even do that for us and pray for us. But Jesus, just for these moments that, that we have, that out of the weaknesses that is our human condition, that we that we spare for you, we pray to make good use of them, that we can really come close to you now in this time of prayer. This, of course, is the calling of the Twelve Apostles in Luke's Gospel. And I suppose it's important to note, first of all, Jesus, that before you called the Twelve Apostles, who would be your successors, in a sense, to, to establish the church in all parts of the world, for which we give thanks even to this very day, that you prayed very intently before, that you chose specifically these Twelve men to be your disciples after your prayer. And one name sticks out for me a little bit more than all the others, especially in the way in which Luke has ordered the Twelve Apostles. It is that of Judas Iscariot, the man whom we are told became a traitor. Now, we know Judas Iscariot as being the traitor. Right from this very first mention of him in the Gospel, he is denoted as the traitor. And obviously the Christian community who received this Gospel knew him to be a traitor. And so the question that is sort of at the back of my mind, Jesus, is how come if you spend all this night in prayer that you chose a man who would betray you? Was it on purpose that you chose this man who who would be the one to, to hand you over to the chief priests and to the Pharisees to be crucified by the soldiers? Why, why choose Judas, I suppose, is, is a question that that's very much in my heart. Why choose a man who's who's going to betray you? I think any of us who have had the experience of betrayal will know how deeply that hurts us and how deeply it affects us. Maybe, Jesus, because you wanted to experience what it was completely and totally to be human, that you allowed yourself the vulnerability of choosing a man who would ultimately betray you. That you can show us that even in the depths of betrayal, even when we have those deepest hurts of all, that you experienced them yourself. This man, Judas, he witnessed everything. How often, Jesus, we would have desired to just be there standing at the corner to, to watch you, to hear you speak, to hear the sound of your voice. And yet this man was not just standing at the corner, but he was right there in the centre. He was one of your apostles. And he saw all of the healings. He heard all of the words of preaching, I suppose. He had such an incredible insight into everything that you were doing. And yet all of that does not seem to be enough for him that he betrays you, that he betrays all of those individual moments as well, I suppose, in a sense. 
He betrays also the other apostles because he is the one who turns his back on all of them as well. How is it that somebody can witness all of these miracles and can hear your preaching, Jesus, and for it not to sink into his heart? Well, if we are honest, of course, we have a bit of experience of that ourselves, that we don't always love you exactly as we should. And part of our prayer today as we contemplate the choosing of Judas also has to be a, a bit of a realization that we don't always love you as we should or indeed as we could. And those moments of betrayal that we are very quick to point out in Judas, we can also see in ourselves. Well, this man, Judas Iscariot, has a very interesting name. He's given Iscariot, which is a little bit like a surname, let's suppose, in the gospel in a way that the others aren't. Some debate what this word means, Iscariot. It could mean Ish Keriot, the man from Keriot, a town in, in Israel, that he simply grew up in this place. Some other scholars have said that it could come from the Latin word Sika, which is like a little dagger. And they have supposed that he was some sort of hired assassin, that he had kind of political motivations, that he was, I don't know, somebody who was motivated to take things into his own hands, that he carried this little dagger because he wanted to take part in some kind of armed resistance against the, the Roman occupying forces. The gospel doesn't tell us any of these things, of course, so perhaps we have to use our imaginations a little bit to, to understand truly what it means. In any case, there was something within him that was not satisfied by you, Jesus. Some have said that um, he didn't get what he was looking for in, in you. And so that's why he betrayed you, because his heart was not completely enraptured, completely enthralled by you, that he had held on a little bit for himself. In any case, he is the one who, who betrays you, as we know. He took the, the pieces of silver. And then in the garden, he is the one that comes to, to kiss your cheek, Lord, to indicate who you are to the soldiers who come to, to arrest you. The gospel is very clear throughout that he is indeed one of the twelve. That his being a disciple was, was never any lesser. It's not that he was kind of a, a meanie from the start and that the other disciples really didn't put very much trust in him at all. And so, you know, he, he betrayed you, Jesus, because, you know, he was kind of always on the fringes of things. No, the gospel tells us very clearly that he was an apostle. Well, Jesus, how wonderful it is in a sense to understand how much you respect our freedom, that even though Judas had all of this wonderful knowledge of you, he had the freedom to, uh, to accept it or to reject it. That you trust us, Jesus, with that immense amount of freedom that you never force yourself upon us. But also we understand that you are indeed merciful and forgiving whenever we in turn open our hearts to receive that. And I suppose at any stage, if Judas had have truly repented of what he had done, your forgiveness for him would have been complete and total. Even if after he took those pieces of silver, he had truly repented in his heart and that he had come to Jesus to ask for forgiveness, I have no doubt that that forgiveness would have been complete and total. Well, Jesus, how do we treat one another, I suppose, is a question that the calling of Judas plants in my heart. If you can choose this man who could turn out so awfully, well, Perhaps that's a little bit more of an indication of your mercy in how you choose people, how you choose each one of us. And then the other question is how we betray you. When we see you at Mass really present in the Eucharist, and perhaps we don't prepare well to receive you, we just kind of come to Mass in a kind of a casual way, 
We don't really spend much time dwelling on your presence in the tabernacle beforehand. And then we leave Mass without really giving thanks for what we have received. No, truly, Judas was one of the apostles. And in that sense, your mother was also the mother of Judas. Help us, Mother Mary, in all of our times of betrayal of Jesus to seek his mercy and his forgiveness, to turn aside from those things that cloud our heart in order that we can accept him fully and totally. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations that you have communicated to me during this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My mother, Immaculate St. Joseph, my father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. There's more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 15 past the hour on Daybreak. It's Tuesday, September 6th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin this day of prayer with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him, singing for joy. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Know that he, the Lord, is God. He made us, we belong to him. We are his people, the sheep of his flock. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Go within his gates giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord.
Let God arise. Let his enemies flee before him. Let God arise. Let Let his enemies flee before him. Let God arise. Let his foes be scattered. Let those who hate him flee before him. As smoke is blown away, so will they be blown away. Like wax that melts before the fire, so shall the wicked perish at the presence of God. But the just shall rejoice at the presence of God. They shall exalt and dance for joy. O sing to the Lord, make music to his name. Make a highway for him who rides on the clouds. Rejoice in the Lord, exalt at his presence. Father of the orphan, defender of the widow, such is God in his holy place. God gives the lonely a home to live in. He leads the prisoners forth into freedom, but rebels must dwell in a parched land. When you went forth, O God, at the head of your people, when you marched across the desert, the earth trembled. The heavens melted at the presence of God, at the presence of God, Israel's God. You poured down, O God, a generous rain. When your people were starved, you gave them new life. It was there that your people found a home, prepared in your goodness, O God, for the poor. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let God arise. Let Let his enemies flee before him. Our God is a saving God. He, the Lord, holds the keys of death. Our Our God God is a saving God. He, the Lord, holds the keys of death. The Lord gives the word to the bearers of good tidings. The Almighty has defeated a numberless army, and kings and armies are in flight, in flight, while you were at rest among the sheepholds. At home, the women already share the spoil. They are covered with silver as the wings of a dove, its feathers brilliant with shining gold, and jewels flashing like snow on Mount Zalman. The mountains of Bashan are mighty mountains. High-ridged mountains are the mountains of Bashan. Why look with envy, you high-ridged mountains, at the mountain where God has chosen to dwell? It is there that the Lord shall dwell forever. The chariots of God are thousands upon thousands. The Lord has come from Sinai to the holy place. You have gone up on high. You have taken captives, receiving men in tribute, O God, even those who rebel into your dwelling, O Lord. May the Lord be blessed day after day. He bears our burdens, God our Savior. This God of ours is a God who saves. The Lord our God holds the keys of death, and God will smite the head of his foes, the crown of those who persist in their sins. The Lord said, I will bring them back from Bashan. I will bring them back from the depth of the sea. Then your feet will tread in their blood and the tongues of your dogs take their share of the foe. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. 
our, our God, God is a saving God. He, the Lord, holds the keys of death. Kingdoms of earth, sing praise to God. Make music in honor of the Lord. Kingdoms of earth, sing praise to God. Make music in honor of the Lord. They see your solemn procession, O God, the procession of my God, of my King, to the sanctuary, the singers in the forefront, the musicians coming last, between them maidens sounding their timbrels. In festive gatherings, bless the Lord. Bless God, O you who are Israel's sons. There is Benjamin, least of the tribes, at the head, Judah's princes, a mighty throng, Zebulon's princes, Naphtali's princes. Show forth, O God, show forth your might, your might, O God, which you have shown for us. For the sake of your temple, high in Jerusalem, may kings come to you, bringing their tribute. Threaten the wild beast that dwells in the reeds, the bands of the mighty and lords of the peoples. Let them bow down, offering silver. Scatter the peoples who delight in war. Princes will make their way from Egypt. Ethiopia will stretch out her hands to God. Kingdoms of the earth sing to God. Praise the Lord who rides on the heavens, the ancient heavens. He thunders his voice, his mighty voice. Come, acknowledge the power of God. His glory is on Israel. His might is in the skies. God is to be feared in his holy place. He is the Lord, Israel's God. He gives strength and power to his people. Blessed be God. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, King of the universe, you have given us joy in your holy meal. Help us to understand the significance of your death and to acknowledge you as the conqueror of death seated at the right hand of the Father. Kingdoms of earth, sing sing praise to God. Make music in honor of the Lord. I will listen to what the Lord God is saying. He tells of peace for his people. From the beginning of the book of the prophet Habakkuk, the oracle which Habakkuk the prophet received in vision. How long, O Lord, I cry for help, but you do not listen. I cry out to you violence, but you do not intervene. Why do you let me see ruin? Why must I look at misery? Destruction and violence are all before me. There is strife and clamorous discord. This is why the law is benumbed, and judgment is never rendered, because the wicked circumvent the just. This is why judgment comes forth, perverted. Look over the nations and see, and be utterly amazed. For a work is being done in your days, that you would not have believed were it told. For see, I am rising up, Chaldea, that bitter and unruly people, 
that marches the breadth of the land to take dwellings not his own. Terrible and dreadful is he. From himself derive his law and his majesty. Swifter than leopards are his horses, and keener than wolves at evening. His horses prance, his horsemen come from afar. They fly like the eagle hastening to devour, each comes for the rapine. Their command on set is that of a storm wind that heaps up captives like sand. He scoffs at kings, and princes are his laughingstock. He laughs at fortress, at any fortress, heaps up a ramp and conquers it. Then he veers like the wind and is gone, this culprit who makes his own strength his God. Are you not from eternity, O Lord, my holy God, immortal? O Lord, you have marked him for judgment. O rock, you have readied him for punishment. Too pure are your eyes to look upon evil, and the sight of misery you cannot endure. Why, then, do you gaze on the faithless in silence while the wicked man devours one more just than himself? You have made men like the fish of the sea, like creeping things without a ruler. He brings them up with his hook. He hauls them away with his net. He gathers them in his seine, and so he rejoices and exalts. Therefore he sacrifices to his net and burns incense to his seine. For thanks to them, his portion is generous and his repast sumptuous. Shall he then keep on brandishing his sword to slay peoples without mercy? I will stand at my guard post, and station myself upon the rampart, and keep watch to see what he will say to me, and what answer he will give to my complaint. Then the Lord answered me, and said, Write down the vision, clearly upon the tablets, so that one can read it readily. For the vision still has its time, presses Onto fulfillment and will not disappoint. If it delays, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not be late. The rash man has no integrity, but the just man, because of his faith, shall live. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God. A little while longer. A very little while, and the promised one will come. He will not delay. My, My just, just one will, will live by faith. We are not people who shrink back and are lost. We live by faith that we might be saved. My, My just one will live by faith. A reading from a sermon by St. Bernard, Abbot. We read in the Gospel that when the Lord was teaching his disciples and urged them to share in his passion by the mystery of eating his body, some said, This is a hard saying. And from that time they no longer followed him. When he asked the disciples whether they also wished to go away, they replied, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. I assure you, my brothers, that even to this day it is clear to some that the words which Jesus speaks are spirit and life, 
and for this reason they follow him. To others, these words seem hard, and so they look elsewhere for some pathetic consolation. Yet wisdom cries out in the streets, in the broad and spacious way that leads to death, to call back those who take this path. Finally, he says, For forty years I have been close to this generation, and I said, They have always been faint-hearted. You also read in another psalm, God has spoken once. Once indeed, because forever. His is a single, uninterrupted utterance, because it is continuous and unending. He calls upon sinners to return to their true spirit and rebukes them when their hearts have gone astray. For it is in the true heart that he dwells, and there he speaks, fulfilling what he taught through the prophet, Speak to the heart of Jerusalem. You see, my brothers, how the prophet admonishes us for our advantage? If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. You can read almost the same words in the gospel and in the prophet. For in the gospel the Lord says, My sheep hear my voice. And in the psalm, blessed David says, You are his people, meaning, of course, the Lord's, and the sheep of his pasture. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Hear also the prophet Habakkuk. Far from hiding the Lord's reprimands, he dwells on them with attentive and anxious care. He says, I will stand upon my watchtower and take up my post on the ramparts, keeping watch to see what he will say to me and what answer I will make to those who try to confute me. I beg you, my brothers, stand upon our watchtower, for now is the time for battle. Let all our dealings be in the heart where Christ dwells, in right judgment and wise counsel, but in such a way as to place no confidence in those dealings, nor rely upon our fragile defenses. The laws of the Lord are all before me, and I have not failed to keep his statutes. The, the decrees of the Lord are upright and bring joy to the heart. The precepts of the Lord are clear and enlighten the eyes. The love of God reaches perfection in those who are obedient to his word. The decrees of the Lord are upright and bring joy to the heart. The precepts of the Lord are clear and enlighten the eyes. God our Father, you redeem us and make us your children in Christ. Look upon us, give us true freedom, and bring us to the inheritance you promised. Grant this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour, we'll check today's gospel in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer. Straight ahead on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's the beginning of a new Tuesday, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, it's the calling of the Twelve from the sixth chapter of the Gospel of Luke. In these days, he went out to the mountain to pray, and all night he continued in prayer to God. When it was day, he called his disciples and chose from them twelve, whom he named apostles. Simon, 
whom he named Peter, and Andrew his brother, James and John, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James the son of Alphaeus, Simon who is called the Zealot, Judas the son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. And he came down with them, and stood on a level place with a great crowd of his disciples, and a great multitude of people from all Judea and Jerusalem and the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon, who came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. And those who were troubled with unclean spirits were cured. All the crowd sought to touch him, for power came forth from him and healed them all. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, let's face it, no matter what you do, you can't follow Christ without prayer. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. With his example, the Master taught us the need for prayer. He repeated over and over again that it is necessary to pray and not lose heart. When we too recollect ourselves for prayer, we place ourselves at the source of living waters. There we will find the peace and strength necessary in order to continue with joy and optimism along the path of life. How much good we do for the church and for the world with our prayer, with those periods of time as here and now in which we are together with the Lord. It has been said that those who truly pray are like the columns of the world, the props and supports without which everything would collapse. St. John of the Cross beautifully taught that even if it seems that nothing is happening, a little of this pure love is more precious before God and the soul and does greater good for the church than all other works put together, works that are worth little or nothing without Christ. Precisely because prayer makes us strong in the face of difficulties, it helps us to sanctify our work, to give good example in our deeds, and to deal cordially and appreciatively with those who live or work with us. In prayer, we discover the urgency of bringing Christ into the environments in which we find ourselves, an urgency that is all the more pressing the further from God those around us happen to be. St. Teresa echoed the words of a very learned man, for whom the souls do not have a life of prayer are like a paralyzed or crippled body, which although it has feet and hands cannot use them. Prayer is necessary in order to love the Lord more and more, in order never to be separated from Him. Without it, the soul falls into lukewarmness, loses its joy and the strength to do good. The intimate dialogue of Jesus with God the Father was continuous. It gave Him the opportunity to ask, to praise, to thank Him. In every circumstance, the Lord turned to His Father. We should also aspire to such a constant encounter to deal with God always and especially in the moments which we dedicate specifically to speaking with Him, as in the Holy Mass, and as here and now in this time in which we are meeting Him and considering these matters. Throughout the day, too, in the situations of which the tapestry of our day is woven, when we begin and end our work or study while we wait for the lift, when we run into an acquaintance on the street, that invocation full of tenderness, 
Abba, Father, was constantly on the lips of the Lord. With it, he often began his acts of thanksgiving, his petitions, his praise. How much it will help our soul to accustom ourselves to call to God in this way, to address him as Father, with tenderness and trust, with love. All the solemn moments in the life of the Lord were preceded by prayer. The evangelist tells us that it was precisely during the prayer of Jesus that he manifested the mystery of the Father's love and revealed the communion of the three divine persons. It is in prayer that we learn the mystery of Christ and the wisdom of the cross. In prayer, we perceive in all their dimensions the real needs of our brothers and sisters throughout the world. In prayer, we find the strength to face whatever lies before us. In prayer, we obtain the strength for the mission which Christ shares with us. The Holy Curate Ars used to say that all the evils that oppress us on earth come precisely from not praying or from not praying well. Let us formulate the resolution of turning to God with love and trust through our mental prayer, through our vocal prayers, and through those brief formulae or inspirations that come so readily to mind. And let us have the joy of living our life close to God the Father, the only place where it is worth our while to live. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Let's continue praying. We join the whole church, and we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. your land. You have forgiven the sins of your people. Lord, Lord you, you have blessed, blessed your land. You, you have, have forgiven the sins of your people. O Lord, you once favored your land and revived the fortunes of Jacob. You forgave the guilt of your people and covered all their sins. You averted all your rage. You calmed the heat of your anger. Revive us now, God, our helper. Put an end to your grievance against us. Will you be angry with us forever? Will your anger never cease? Will you not restore again our life that your people may rejoice in you? Let us see, O Lord, your mercy 
and give us your saving help. I will hear what the Lord God has to say, a voice that speaks of peace. Peace for his people and his friends and those who turn to him in their hearts. His help is near for those who fear him, and his glory will dwell in our land. Mercy and faithfulness have met. Justice and peace have embraced. Faithfulness shall spring from the earth and justice look down from the heavens. The Lord will make us prosper and our earth shall yield its fruit. Justice shall march before him and peace shall follow his steps. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Show us your mercy, Lord. Our misery is known to us. May no evil desires prevail over us, for your glory and love dwell in our hearts. Lord, Lord, you have have blessed our land. You have forgiven the sins of your people. My soul has yearned for you in the night, and as morning breaks, I watch for your coming. My soul has yearned for you in the night, and as morning breaks, I watch for your coming. A strong city have we. He sets up walls and ramparts to protect us. Open up the gates to let in a nation that is just, one that keeps faith. A nation of firm purpose you keep in peace, in peace for its trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord is an eternal rock. The way of the just is smooth. The path of the just you make level. Yes, for your way and your judgments, O Lord, we look to you. Your name and your title are the desire of our souls. My soul yearns for you in the night. Yes, my spirit within me keeps vigil for you. When your judgment dawns on the earth, the world's inhabitants learn justice. O Lord, you mete out peace to us, for it is you who have accomplished all we have done. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. My soul has yearned for you in the night, and as morning breaks, I watch watch for your coming. Lord, let the light of your face shine upon us. Lord, let the light of your face shine upon us. O God, be gracious and bless us, and let your face shed its light upon us. So will your ways be known upon earth, and all nations learn your saving help. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. 
Let the nations be glad and exult, for you rule the world with justice. With fairness, you rule the peoples. You guide the nations on earth. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. The earth has yielded its fruit, for God, our God, has blessed us. May God still give us his blessing till the ends of the earth revere him. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it, as it was, was in, in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Be gracious and bless us, Lord, and let your face shed its light on us so that we can make you known with reverence and bring forth a harvest of justice. Lord, let, let the light of your face shine upon us. A reading from 1 John. We have seen for ourselves and can testify that the Father has sent the Son as Savior of the world. When anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwells in him and he in God. The Word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. My God stands by me, all my trust is in Him. My, my God, God stands by me, all my trust is in Him. I find refuge in Him, and I am truly free. All, all my, my trust, trust is, is in him. him. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. My God stands by me, all my trust is in Him. God has raised up for us a mighty Savior, as he promised through the words of his holy prophets. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old, that, that he, he would, would save us from our enemies, from the, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight, all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, 
and and will be forever. Amen. God has raised up for us a mighty Savior, as He promised through the words of His holy prophets. Lord Jesus, by Your blood You have purchased for Yourself a new people. We adore You and beseech You. Remember Remember Your your people, people, Lord. Our King and our Redeemer, hear the praises of Your Church at the beginning of this day. Teach her to glorify Your Majesty without ceasing. Remember Remember Your people, Lord. You are our hope and our strength. In You we trust. May we never despair. Remember Your people, Lord. Look kindly upon our weakness and hasten to our aid. For without You we can do nothing. Remember Your people, Lord. Remember the poor and the afflicted. Do not let this day be a burden to them, but a consolation and a joy. Remember Your people, Lord. Let us make our prayers and praise complete by offering the Lord's Prayer. Now let us pray as Christ the Lord has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God our Father, yours is the beauty of creation and the good things you have given us. Help us to begin this day joyfully in your name and to spend it in a loving service of you and our fellow man. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit. God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Hey, don't miss an episode of On the Night Train, an audio mystery for the entire family from the Merry Beggars. Sign up for free at onthenighttrain.com. Morning air is coming right up. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the Relevant Radio app. You go on now and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.